Yeah, I think the focus now is resilience. You know, really taking a look at at where you're at and having to bounce back from the next disruption and get to what is considered normal supply chain operations. I don't think that supply chain operations will ever be strictly normal. But, you know, all that comes with a cost. So, as I mentioned, multi-source origins, whereas we used to uh, take a look at sourcing in one country, you know, especially with, if you look at a China or a Taiwan and the potential for disruptions in those areas, uh, you know, having to single source into those areas is no longer an option. Capacity is another issue where we're seeing a lot of people taking a look at what their capacities are. We have some people who, or some companies that actually uh, single source in a in a in one building or in one location, whereas now they're taking a look at bicoastal operations or moving to a redundant operation where they can have uh, multi sources out there, redundant manufacturing or distribution. Staffing and headcount is another big thing right now. You know what? Uh, as I failed to mention earlier, uh, one thing that we faced during COVID was headcount issues, uh, staffing issues. A lot of people exited the workforce. Before COVID hit, there was a report that I used to quote quite often. I can't remember how old it is. It's probably at least five or six years old that stated that supply chain leaders will be in short supply by 300,000 people uh, right around this time. And I can tell you that that number is escalating as we speak. There is a greater need for supply chain uh, workers and leaders. Uh, supply chains are becoming uh, more critical to manufacturing and operations overall, retail. And making sure that we have the right staffing and headcount is more and more critical all the time. But, you know, we're doing that against an exiting workforce or a workforce that never really came back. <laughs>